0: is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv patriot. That's redpill dot patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. the global financial system is on the verge of collapse here in the united states of america we have rising inflation rising cost of goods and services from gas to food is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
1: Broadcasting from the heart of commie controlled America, the no bullshit mare of doom and loom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour. Your day. Society deserves to be hated for everything you
2: said they did and more. You fuck every last one of them for what we've all been through. But then, there are some people
1: out there, and it doesn't happen a lot. It's rare. But they refuse to let you hate them. In fact,
2: they care about you. In spite of it. And the really special ones. They're relentless at it. Doesn't matter what you do to them. They take it. They care about you anyway. They don't abandon you. Yeah, there are setbacks. We do fucked up things to each other. And we hurt each other. And it gets messy. But that's just us. In any world you're in. We're all told, we don't stand a chance and yet, we stand, we break, but we keep going and that is not a flaw, it's what makes us, so no, I will not give up on this world and if you can't see why, and I speak for everyone when I say Fuck you
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Dose. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am hosting tonight in place of Joshua Reed. He may be calling into the show a little bit later. So tonight I'm bringing you the news and events of the day uh, surrounding the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, all the above. Uh, We're live with you every Monday through Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time to bring you this show, The Daily Dose. Uh, looking forward to for today. That, sh- that video I wanted to share with you guys because it really is encouraging. It's a little bit sad, definitely. I mean, I'm not crying, you're crying. But it struck a chord with me this morning and it's encouraging to just be reminded of the world we live in and to keep on pushing. You know, people talk about there's never going to be a new normal again. And... I hate that phrase and I hate that statement. I, I I just, I don't, I I don't hate that statement. I don't agree with that statement because, um, normal to me is simply being able to live my life in peace and do what I please without being interrupted or controlled by globalists or things of this nature, which we see today. It's terrible to me. That's normal. And that's all I ask for in my life. And that's kind of what I'm hoping we're all heading towards. Although, uh, We're in dark times right now. We have to remember that we have to go through the storm in order to get to the light. And uh, I think this is a good reminder to be that light day-to-day. To to go throughout your day, try to have a positive mindset, be an example for everyone around you, and carry on with whatever you want to do. Um, There was a discussion on the Red Pill Project app the social red pill the other day about somebody who maybe was feeling a little bit down and said, you know, what do I do if I, if I have no purpose, what, you know, what do I do with myself? And a lot of people came forward and gave their thoughts on what to do. And my thing is you define your own purpose and you do whatever you please. And the example I give of that is I, uh, I paint a little bit and I like one of my favorite things to paint is nonsense, abstract artwork. And to some people it's pointless they'll tell you that's pointless what's the point it's just paint on a canvas whatever right well to me it's it's valuable and it's not pointless and it has meaning uh it's something i did and it entertained me and i have no problem spending my time on something like that because i want to you know pushing dirt around planting stuff painting. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's just that you're doing something that you want to do. So, you know, take pride in the little things you do and, uh, do whatever you please. And don't worry about, you know, a deep meaning to what you're doing or a huge, having a huge impact or this or that. Sometimes you just gotta go with the flow and enjoy the moment. So please take some time throughout your day and do that. Anyway, let's get into the news. Uh, that was posted on Twitter by Mega Meme Wizard. By the way, Fantas- fantastic video. Uh, I will link everything I talk about on the Social Red Pill, which is our private social network. You could join for free at socialredpill.com, and I'll uh, I'll post all these things after the show, and you guys could find them. Um, socialredpill.com. Check it out. A lot of you are new, and I want to say thank you. We got a new follower. I don't know if it was uh, this morning or. Before the show, but Zeeman76 followed. I want to thank you and everybody else who supports us. You guys are awesome. Hello, I see you guys in the chat. Gamma Revolt, Patriotic Pisces, uh, Nicole, all of you. Thank you for joining me. We're gonna get into the news. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. A lot happening. We got Jazzy Peach. Hello, Crom. All you guys. Hey, how you doing? And then we got the Pilled people, the Facebook people, and the Clout Hub people, as well as our audio listeners. Thank you all wherever you're listening. We appreciate it. All right, so the financial system's collapsing, you guys. This is uh, really interesting. We saw some developments. Uh, we're going to start here, though, with this short clip. Uh, where am I at? Here we go.
2: to the person who is about to grab their car keys and go to the ATM and take out $3000 you say what you don't need to your atm is safe your banks are safe there's enough cash in the financial system Sorry. and there is an infinite amount of cash at the federal reserves an infinite an infinite an infinite an infinite amount of cash at the federal reserves <laughs>
1: I'm not a big fan of anime, but uh, they really mean that. He said, uh, yeah, don't worry about your money. Don't worry. Why do you want to take your money out of the ATM? It's fine there. I'm sure he has no biased interest in you keeping your money in the bank. They desperately don't want people to pu- pull money out of the bank because they rely on that to uh, run their crazy broken system. He does have crazy eyes derived. I noticed that, too. Um, but, yeah. Oh, but he said the quiet part out loud. Is it, that's the point. He said, "The Federal Reserve has limitless money, and that's how they look at it. Limitless money until the whole system fails. Yeah, it's true. They do have limitless money, but it only stretches so long. It's not. It's not really limitless. I mean, they could print it all, and then it'll be valueless. Uh, so what a dummy. Uh, they think we're stupid. You know, trying to get a few sheep not to get money out of the bank, but." Uh, people are pulling money out of the bank. I'll tell you that right now. Um, thank you, Enlightened Science, for the donation. And, uh, RPG, I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Limitless money. Yeah, it's our money, Roxy. I know. My gosh. They forget that the system only works because of us, the people. You know, we're in charge. We... We're in charge, and uh, we're going to keep it that way. That's the plan. That's why we're here. That's why we stay informed. That's why we stay together, and that's why we do the things that we do, everybody. I do believe so. Um, Yeah, things are not looking good. Um, In case you don't realize how bad our debt bubble situation is, here is a guy named uh, Drucken Miller, who's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's an investor. He's been rich since the 90s, and um, he has some things to say here. Let's watch. There was a time you went to college
3: campuses and you talked about an equity and debt. I think in this case, it wasn't necessarily Fed-induced, but it was entitlement-induced. And it it could come—this was 10 years ago— And I think you said sometime between, you know, Nostradamus, you said 2020 and 2035. Yeah. So it's 2000. Is it 2022? Is it happening? We are are in deep trouble. So everything I said at those colleges is worse in terms of the metrics, um, except for one thing. And what I miscalculated was I didn't calculate zero rates, I used 4% rates. But the only thing Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton agreed on in 2016 was don't cut uh, Social Security, don't cut entitlements. Uh, so nothing was done. Joe Biden has excruciated Rick Scott because he dared mention maybe we, we shouldn't be increasing senior pays. But if you look at, at the reversal I just talked about, and you use the CBO estimate, which is rates at 3.8%, which I think, frankly, is, a, is Pretty optimistic, um, given all the things we've talked about. Um, by 2027, the interest expense alone on the debt eats all health care spending. By 2047, it eats all discretionary spending. So we're now getting into fiscal dominance. By the way, by 49, it eats all social security. We're getting to the point now where the interest expense on the debt is so high that it's going to eat up our ability to basically service the next generation, and I'm not even sure about the current one. Okay. Um, I brought some cyanide if you'd like one. No, uh, no, no, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking maybe we'll be okay, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but. but Yeah, because we, we'll be dead. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh,
1: they'll be okay because they'll be dead. Well, yeah, and it's hard for retirees as it is, right? People are trying to retire right now. I see articles online. Uh, that that say things like how to retire with five hundred grand, and it's just it's sad. I mean, people are struggling to retire or working until the day they die because uh, our system's failing now. Our system sucks now, and by that outlook, it's just going to get worse. And he was basically saying, I calculated this in the past with these figures, and you know, I was a little bit um, doom and gloom, but not doom and gloom enough it looks far worse and we're not it's not it's not sustainable and we're talking about 10 20 years not sustainable to where uh we're not going to have money to retire we're not going to have uh a system to help us out so we're going to see big changes with our uh with everything here in the next coming decades and years and months that's for sure and i think we're at a pivotal moment now in the in the coming weeks and months Um, Robert Peston. I have a video here. Robert Peston explains. And he's talking about the Bank of England. And this was a really great thread. This guy is named Robert Peston. ITV, Speakers for Schools, Founder, Writer, uh, Hospice UK, Vice President, Arsenal, East Stand, Peston... uh, he has pest and show. Anyway, he wrote this great thread and he says he's going to try to explain why the Bank of England has gone into the market to buy up up to sixty-five billion of UK government bonds with maturities of 20 years or more, including 1 billion today. It all stems from a dramatic collapse in the price of these government bonds called GILTS. So GILTs are the UK's bonds. And they've just began quantitative easing this week, which means a lot of other banks are probably going to follow suit. And he's going to explain uh, in this thread what exactly that means. As Roxy said, this is our our money and, well, the UK's money, which the people's money, nonetheless. Um, A collapse magnified by Friday's... Fiscally loose, mini budget. The collapse in these prices caused a liquidity crisis for what are called liability-driven investment funds, which have a gross value of roughly 1.5 trillion, uh, of which a staggering 1 trillion has been invested in gilts and other bonds. These are largely leveraged funds, which means when they uh, when they buy gilts, they frequently use them as collateral to raise cash in what's known as the repo market then use the cash to buy more gilts then pledge the gilts again to buy more and buy more gilts and so on so it's a it's a it's a scam <laughs> essentially anyway now the risk of raising money in this way is that when the value of the collateral collapses which it has done with the crash in gilt prices the funds have to somehow find cash either to repay the money they've borrowed or pledge more collateral This pressure was forcing them to sell more gilts and other assets, driving down the price of those gilts and other assets in a way that could undermine their solvency and the solvency of other important institutions that are invested in these gilts and other assets. It risked a bond, it risked a market bloodbath. And the point I haven't made till now is these liability-driven investment funds, LDIs, were owned by final salary pension schemes as devices to better match their liabilities to millions of pensioners with future income from assets. The huge immediate risk was that these pension funds themselves would become formally insolvent because their liabilities to the LVIs would be greater than their assets. So what the bank of England has tried today, tried to do with these emergency purchasing of gilts is drive up the price of gilts to give them time to give time to the LDIs to sell assets in a more orderly way, such that the repricing of the gilts doesn't lead to the market's bloodbath, and so far it seems to be working. It seems to be working, but the Bank of England accepts that all it's doing is managing the transition to lower gilt prices and higher yields or interest rates on government bonds in an orderly way, and it accepts that gilt prices may ultimately fall back to these lower levels, which means it would be. It will be incurring losses on the $65 of bonds it has committed to buy, except actually the losses won't be the bank's losses. The losses will sit with taxpayers since Quartang and the Treasury have uh, indemnified the Bank of England for any falls in value of the bonds it buys or put it in another way. This is not some magic rescue, it'll cost somebody a lot of money, and that somebody is probably the government, and therefore the taxpayers. Finally, though, it should not be the case that if you are in a final salary pension scheme, your pension is at risk. The reason is that the pension regulator uh, calculates the value of the pension scheme's liabilities by using the discount rate on the future cash value of pensioner payments that is linked to the gilt yield, and when that yield rises the prevent value of the liabilities actually falls. So here is the almighty paradox. Pension funds have could have collapsed today because of a shortage of cash or liquidity, but having been bailed out by the bank of England at some cost to the taxpayer pension funds should emerge stronger. Strange, but true. None of this, however, absolves qua- uh, quasi Quartang or Liz trust from responsibility from a wholly avoidable crisis. If they hadn't pushed the fiscal boat out with their, uh, out with their too-loose mini-budget, the Bank of England would not have had to wade into the market with $65 billion of our money. So, they're desperately dumping money into their system, too, now. Beautiful. And it's going to cost the taxpayer. So, we'll see how long we can uh, carry on with these Ponzi schemes globally as things uh, crumble. But, uh, yeah, we're in for some big changes here. There's big moves happening. Um, and with, this is kind of going into a little bit of the global stuff happening involving, uh, alliances and world war three, uh, Turkish state banks exit Russian payment system. So the Turkish state banks exit Russian payment system. This means that they don't ever, they don't want to do business with Russia anymore. They're picking their side. They want to be with the globalists. Good luck. Um, and Pakistan the ruble trade trade with Russia, which means Pakistan wants to use their currency. So, we see countries deciding, do I want to use the ruble? Do I want to use other currencies? What do I want? Whose side am I on? And these are important decisions because uh, I think there will be consequences for any criminal doings that are happening. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of globalist interests are scattered around the globe, and uh, a lot of countries are being pulled into the water with them because they don't want to go down and there are globalists in all these countries so we see these moves happening all the time almost daily it's interesting all right let me let me head over to the chats here real quick um enlightened science and rpg sent some donations thank you guys so much i appreciate that (laughs) uh nate uh nate sent me this hat he's uh barber nate's barber shop thank you nate i appreciate it he said nice hat it's my favorite hat man it's my favorite hat i love it appreciate it all right let's get out of uh the financial collapse but i will say that that section is brought to you by uh dr kirk elliott uh, if you have 401ks, et cetera, that you want to diversify or get into other assets such as silver or gold, he is the man to call or contact. You could go to getgoldtoday.com and do so. Uh, you get a free consultation at getgoldtoday.com. Talk to Kirk Elliott and his team. They'll get you situated with that. They could send you gold to your door. They could transfer your 401ks over. They could look at the whole situation, break it down, look at your options, look at what you want to do, your goals, this and that, and help you out there, so Uh, I think that's good. That's good. So, getgoldtoday.com. Okay. All right. With what's going on... There's always this fake news going on. Vice, I used to like Vice. You know, ten years ago, maybe? When Vice... Maybe ten years ago? Yeah, I guess ten years ago or so. Um... Vice was okay to me, and maybe I was a little more left-leaning at the time, but I was like, oh, Vice News, it's cool, it's edgy, and like, oh, cool, journalism, right? And I think they were better at that time, but now they're complete garbage. Um, Vice has a new documentary out about how the U.S. criminal justice system can victimize sex offenders. So, (sighs) victimizing sex offenders, yeah, you heard that right, that is just like an oxymoron almost. Um <laughs> thank you, meow, meow Time for the lemon. So this is a kind of funny video that came out um from this uh this headline here. These clowns, man. Let's check it out.
2: Like, we all out here in this world and we all gotta make it happen, and it ain't nothing stopping me. So like I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer.
1: What? The sex offender? The sex offender did that? You're kidding. So here they are defending sex offenders, doing a whole documentary for them, and then they get sexually assaulted. Is that sexual assault? I don't know, but it's inappropriate. You shouldn't do that shit. What a disaster. (laughs) Excuse me, what a disaster, what a joke. <laughs> the irony, the irony. Oh my gosh, did they not see this irony before they published this? Ah! Oh. But, it's good, it shows the truth. So that's good. Anyway, that is ridiculous. You know, we're way too lax on crime. That's for sure. Victimizing sex offenders, get out of here with that. <laughs> ridiculous all right oh man i don't know if you guys saw this this is kind of uh more recent news here a new respiratory virus discovered in bats is vaccine resistant i don't want to this isn't fear porn this isn't oh everybody oh another virus i really to me i don't care uh you could tell me a new virus every day is out and it looks like they're trying to and i honestly don't care and they're saying it's vaccine-resistant, which means vaccines do affect it, but maybe not as much as they're hoping. Okay, so let's read a little bit about this. A new virus. This is kind of interesting how they, how they spin this one. It's nice. So this is by SHTF Plan. New respiratory virus discovered in bats is vaccine-resistant. A new respiratory virus discovered among Russian bats. Oh, it's a Russian, the Russian virus. It's the Russian virus now, everyone. That's not racist, though. It's not the China virus. That's racist. Don't say China virus, but Russia virus. That's okay. It's known as Costa 2 K-H-O-S-T-A-2. Is covered in spike proteins that can infect human cells using the same entryways as uh, SARS-CoV-2. Oh, wow. Same entryways. Is, okay. The virus that caused... I mean the same entryways for any virus? Uh, I'm not sure what they mean by that, but okay. The virus that caused COVID-19 but not surprising at all is that cost is reportedly resistant to the vaccines already available for COVID-19 and resistant and vaccines here are in quotes. Okay. Sudden. Uh, okay. This new respiratory virus cannot be neutralized by our current medicines, including monoclonal antibodies either. Oh my gosh. Even more cause for fear. So they they're saying even monoclonal antibodies can't cure you. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I smell fake news and all over this. That's just me. I don't know um uh, let's read a little bit more um what perfect timing now big pharma and the ruling class can work together to create yet another injection they can use to fear use f- uh they can use fear to force on the public again scientists warn that another pandemic might be triggered by a deadly animal virus spilling over to humans and based on writings in medical journal plos pathogens. pathogens sorry Authors want to begin creating another vaccine. Quote, Critically, our findings highlight the urgent need to continue development of new and broader protecting sarbecovirus vaccines. The authors wrote, okay. Genetically, these weird Russian viruses look like some of the others that had been discovered elsewhere around the world, but because they did not look like SARS-CoV-2, no one thought there really anything to get too excited about," explains viro- virologist. Mich- uh, I'm sorry, Michael Letko from Washington State University. Oh, so they sent the virus to the university? Uh, maybe I don't know if they did or not, but he's there speaking on it. "Quote, but when we looked at them more, okay, they did. We really, we were really surprised to find they could infect human cells. That changes a little bit of our understanding of these viruses, where they come from, and what regions are concerning." <laughs> He says, uh, right now there are groups trying to come up with a vaccine that doesn't just protect against the next variant of SARS-2, but actually protects us against the Sarbacoviruses in general. Letko says, unfortunately, many of our current vaccines are designed to specific viruses we know infect human cells or those that seem to pose the biggest risk to infect us. But that is a list that's ever changing. We need to broaden the design of these vaccines to protect against all Sar- uh, Sarbacoviruses. Not only that, but the vaccines these experts continually mention don't actually work and don't prevent infection. We all know this. An excuse for more injections is being crafted right now. It's going to be up to us whether we accept that we're pincushions for the ruling class or free beings capable of managing ourselves. What is a sarbacovirus? I don't know this. Um... define viruses. Severe acute respiratory syndrome related coronavirus. Okay. That's, I guess it's just... Uh... Okay. Cool. It's, a. Uh, I guess it's just... Just coronavirus. Uh, thank you, Vader, for the can. I appreciate it. Anyway, another virus. I mean, we've heard this again and again and again. Uh, it's... Whatever, we'll see. Maybe that's the one they'll release. Interesting that it's in Russia, though, eh? I mean, we saw Russia announce a bunch of biolabs in Ukraine. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I don't know, but it might just be a conspiracy theory. They're going to say that, at least. It's not. It could be. So, it could be a bioweapon. Anyway, I'm not worried about it. My immune system's good. I've been eating good. been taking care of my body best I can. Anyway, hope you guys are doing the same. we got to take care of ourselves and naturally fight off any anything that comes at us. So, what else we got here? Oh, Joe Biden. He's such a blunderous fool. Um, he called out a recently deceased congresswoman during a speech. Like she was there. Hey, stand up. I couldn't believe this when I saw it today. This guy cannot. They can't take him out. I don't know why they take him out so much. I mean, it was a lot better when they kept him locked up in his basement. But here he is, going out in public, embarrassing himself. He is he's so unpopular, and this is why. Look how silly this man is. What a joke. This is disgraceful. Oh. Uh, yeah, this will show it. Can you explain where the mistake was made? Uh, they, they actually asked his, uh, they asked Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre, however you ever say her name. They asked her about it during the press conference today, too, and it's so funny. They combined both of these here in this clip. Was the
3: president confused? Was something written in the teleprompter that he didn't recognize? Can you just help us understand what happened? I mean, you're
4: jumping to a lot of conclusions. No, but you're... No, I hear you, Stephen. I'm, I'm answering the question that you're jumping to a lot of conclusions.
2: Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I did not think she was, was going to be here. Jackie I passed just away. answered
4: the question. If, I had se- if that had been the case, I would have stated that, right? I would clearly have stated uh, what you just laid out. Jackie,
2: are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here. Uh, as he
4: was, as he was naming out and calling out uh, the congressional champions on this issue, on this really critical issue that's going to help millions of Americans, and that is uh, that is uh, that is what the president uh, was focused on.
2: Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I don't think she was going to be here. You prepared
3: to release the prepared remarks the president had in teleprompter, just so we can understand.
4: I'm not understanding why why that would be would be necessary. We always share uh, the remarks that the president uh, had, um, uh, even you know delivered. That's probably going to be up on the website. Uh, not really sure what that has to do with anything. I just answered the question about her being on top of mind. I don't think that's any—that's unusual. I feel like many of us have gone through uh, that particular um, you know, time where someone is on top of mind and you call them out.
2: Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I, I think she was going to be here. Uh,
4: and you mentioned especially in this, this type of contacts if you think about how he's <coughs> going to see the family in two days.
1: Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, Gump, for the dollar. How you doing? Um, wow. Let me check DLive real quick. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you so much. Uh, Patriotic Pisces came at me with two diamonds. Thank you so much. And Lightseeker with two lemons. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We, I appreciate it. Um, all right. I, I do want to... Uh, we'll do that at the end of the show. All right. So, yeah, he's an idiot. And that conversation with Jean-Pierre, I say it like that, uh, went on and, um, they were like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I have John Lennon on my mind sometimes, but I don't go asking where he's at, you know, he's because he's dead. And she's like, well, if you're president, then we could talk about that or something like that. It was so stupid. I'm just like, wow. And, uh, Don, I think it was Don in the chat said they're doing it on purpose. They want to get him out of there and that might be the case. But, wow. Wow, what a strange wonderland we live in. Holy mackerel. And, of course, the other day, Joe Biden came out and uh, told us another really ridiculous thing. Uh, I'm sure uh, Big Pharma told him to say this one. This This is a doozy.
2: Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated and a hurricane or a natural disaster hits.
1: Huh, well, I like complicated then because I'm not getting vaccinated to protect myself against natural disasters. What a ridiculous statement. Unbelievable. Is anybody still getting those things? I don't. I hope not, man. I mean, if they are, it's, they're very asleep. So sad. Yeah, the vaccines are killing people by the thousands, tens of thousands, and millions, and still just pushing it casually, and nobody's saying anything. Yeah, this needs to stop. Uh, <laughs> so, just saw this on Twitter just before the show uh, a little bit of escalation world war three nothing too much u.s. spy planes appear to be monitoring a russian enclave in europe possibly looking for signs of nuclear weapons activity business insider reported oh so the u.s. spy planes are looking for nuclear weapons activity uh, false flag uh, more excuses to go to war with russia a blown up pipeline isn't enough Well, yeah, things are likely going to escalate, man. It's not pretty. Let's talk about um, another thing that's breaking. This is unconfirmed. I saw a couple reports on Twitter that a gas pipeline to Crimea in the Kherson region has been destroyed and is burning. Let's look. This is unconfirmed, but... It's starting to go around. Uh, Wall Street Silver tweeted this out. Here's a video. Uh, he says there are reports of a gas pipeline in Crimea in the Kyivsion region region that has been destroyed and is burning. I guess pipelines are now considered fair game targets. Let's just look up gas pipeline real quick and see if anything else pops up. now. now, uh, the Swedish military showed new footage of a large scale leak from the Nord Stream gas pipeline after the sabotage. Oh my gosh! Look at that. That is massive. Uh, I also read that there were multiple leaks. Uh, I think the number was six. Uh, Melinda, two hours ago, the information has been confirmed from brilevka Torozovka side. The new gas pipeline of Resni, which was launched from the Crimea, is really on fire. Vavo Salto recently boasted about this, and they were looking for information about it. Okay. So apparently, according to this random person on Twitter, it is confirmed, but we will see. We'll have to uh, keep our keep our eyes out there for that. So Nord Stream, though, that pipeline is absolutely confirmed by everybody as being compromised and actually unfixable. Nord Stream pipeline sabotage clearly orchestrated by orchestrated by ruthless Biden regime Newland by Bi- Biden and Senator Johnson all demanded ending it permanently by any means necessary this is a natural news article these are their words and uh I think a lot of people tend to agree with that by the looks of it oh what a great and uh image okay The demolition of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines of the Baltic Sea is one of the most outrageous and evil acts of terrorism and sabotage in the history of our world. Now that the sabotage has been confirmed by numerous nations, the blame game has begun and everyone is wondering who did it. Resident Joe Biden, Russia-phobic State Department official Victoria Newland, and GOP Senator Ron Johnson are all on the record demanding the Nord Stream pipelines be taken out, implying they will use any means necessary to achieve that outcome. Joe Biden promised. Watch from 252 in the following exchange between Senator Ron Johnson and Victoria Newland, no, a known Russian hater and key architect of the corrupt Zelensky regime that openly cooperates with actual Nazis while stealing billions of dollars from U.S. taxpayers. And that is all accurate. That is, that is truth. Uh, so 252. They say. Chairman,
3: uh, Undersecretary Newland, welcome. 252. Think of a, a more powerful way to punish uh, Russian aggression. Then, by rolling back what progress has been made, and if at all possible, uh, prevent the North Stream 2 from ever being completed. Uh, is that something that is being discussed with allies? Is that something that's being contemplated?
4: Absolutely. And as, if, as you recall from the July US-German statement, that was very much uh, in that statement that if that any moves, Russian aggression against Ukraine, Uh, would have a direct impact on the pipeline, and that is our Hmm. expectation and the conversation that we're having.
1: Oh, very interesting. So that's not good. Oh, man. On February 7th of this year, Joe Biden offered a thinly-veiled threat to annihilate the Nord Stream pipeline in his usual thuggery-smuggery style that we all get to witness when he's pretending to be a tough guy.
2: Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it.
3: But, do, but how will you how will you do that exactly, since the project? And control of the project is within Germany's control.
2: We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it.
1: Oh. Well, promise made, promise kept. Thanks, Joe Biden. Um, Earlier this year, on January 27th, Victoria Newland promised that Nord Stream 2 would be halted one way or another. There's another video. and And just coincidentally, the U.S. Navy drills, there were U.S. Navy drills... Uh, involved that involved underwater explosives removal teams that ran in the exact area of Bornholm, Denmark in June of this year. So people are saying, how are there U.S. Navy drills in that exact location involving explosives? And then this happens. It's just another connection that does not look good. And here's I, if you guys have seen that, I apologize for being redundant. I know we went over it on the morning show, and Josh has touched on it as well. But this is, I think bigger than people imagine. And I, I want to emphasize it and make sure that anybody who hasn't seen it sees it again and that the people who have seen it are refreshed because we need to share this information. People need to be aware of all the facts of what's going on. I don't know who did it, but looking at all this stuff, it sure implicates the U.S. and the West, doesn't it? It just does. And uh, we have to look at all the facts from all sides to figure out the truth. And uh, the truth is frightening as we all have come to find out over the past few years the thing that really gets me though is how okay there are no immediate casualties of this event but come winter how many deaths are going to be attributed to the destruction of this pipeline i don't know the answer to that question and i hope it's not what I imagine it could be. It could be very bad. Um, People are really going to have to come together this winter to survive. I think this is insane. And we saw other pipelines getting bombed as well or targeted, uh, sabotaged. So what, when is this going to end? Is every country's pipeline going to be destroyed, you know, by the end of this, because who knows? I mean, the infrastructure is taking a hit globally, and this is not good. Not good at all. Yeah. It's frightening. How many people are going to freeze because of this? My gosh. This is terrible. Okay. um, Moving on here. U.S. was absolutely not involved with the pipeline ruptures, senior U.S. military official says. James Clapper confirms. Okay. So the U.S. came out with a statement. They were absolutely not involved with the pipeline ruptures. Okay. So that's their official stance. Alrighty then. Onward. Kremlin says Nord Stream explosions are a big problem for Russia. That's weird. They're saying part of the narrative, mainstream narrative, is that Russia did it. Russia, why would you do that? If it's such a big problem for you, why would you do that? This is RT. This is Russia news, okay? So this is biased, but we're going to look at it. Damage to the natural gas pipelines will bring nothing but ruin for both Russia and the EU, says spokesperson Dmitry Peskov. The Kremlin has denounced has denounced as stupid and absurd any allegations of it being behind the suspected explosions of the Nord Stream natural gas pipelines earlier this week, stating that the incident actually creates many issues for Russia. Speaking to journalists on Wednesday, spokesperson Dmitry Peskov explained that the damage to the pipelines posed a big problem for Russia, and it had essentially lost its gas supply routes to Europe. Yeah, it did. Both lines of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline were pumped full of gas and were prepared to deliver to Europe at the, time, at the time of the alleged explosion, said Peskov, adding that this gas is very expensive and now is all going up in the air. That's true. Peskov also noted that neither Russia nor Europe had anything to gain from the destruction of the pipelines, especially Germany, for which this incident poses a threat to the future development of its industry, as well as its uh, profitability and competitiveness. American LNG suppliers, on the other hand, have been making incredible profits after having multiplied their deliveries to the European continent, Peskov pointed out, adding that these companies are very interested in maintaining these super-duper profits in the future. While no suspects behind the incident have officially been named, the Kremlin spokesperson advised against making any official announcements before a proper investigation into the incident is carried out. Peskov did, however, draw attention to U.S. President Joe Biden's statements from early February. When the American leader threatened to bring an end to Nord Stream 2, what the U.S. president meant by that, we don't know, admitted the Kremlin official, but highlighted the borderline insane uh, hysterical euphoric reaction of Polish officials who have already thanked Washington for sabotaging the pipeline. Yeah, a Polish official came out and uh, tweeted out, thank you, USA, with a picture of the pipeline, I believe, or something along those lines, so... The finger's getting pointed this way, too, because everybody's connecting the dots. They're right there. How can't you? The Kremlin's response comes after some European and Kiev officials, including President Zelensky's advisor, uh, Mikhail Podlyak, suggested that the attack on the pipeline was a false flag operation carried out by Russia in order to make Ukraine look bad and to further drive energy prices up in the EU. However... After the former Polish FM publicly thanked the US for the support uh, apparent sabotage on Twitter, Russian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova urged the urged the EU to treat the US as a possible culprit behind the attacks on the Nord Stream pipelines. She said Moscow Moscow would call for the a UN Security Council session over the incident. Yeah, Moscow would call for a UN Security Council session over the incident. Um And to finish off here, uh, a number of Western nations have repeatedly opposed Russia's undersea pipelines delivering gas to Europe, both before and after Moscow launched its military operation in Ukraine. The recently built Nord Stream 2 network, which never went into operation due to Germany's refusal to certify it, has drawn particular opposition from countries like the U.S. and Poland, which has called for the pipeline to be totally scrapped. These countries are so infiltrated. Germany wants—they don't want the gas because they want to be. Oh, uh, what do they call it? Like, they—they believe that fossil fuels are gonna go away and they can't burn carbon and all this stuff. All right, we got—we got a special guest here. Let's see. Uh, Let's get him in here. Hey, we're live. color. Do you read me connecting audio. All right. Um, so with that we're continuing on the same topic as we see if Josh can connect to his audio here. But uh, all hey. right.
4: Look at this. Hey
1: dude. How are we doing tonight, Vince? We're doing good, man. Thanks for joining me. I was just talking about the Kremlin and Nord Stream here. Well, you know
0: what? That's a lot of what I wanted to talk about tonight. We had a we had a comment by a viewer, and, and I understand comments by the viewers, and I can get emotional over things, um, but he was talking about how Putin is a terrorist and the Ukraine people are suffering. Okay. And um, I vehemently disagree with this gentleman, or bam, I don't know who it is. Um, and I said some words, and I got a little passionate because the evidence is so overwhelming to this fact that Ukraine was up to no good. Ukraine was doing bad things. If we rewind towards back to 2015, the 2016 bins,
1: right? Oh Yeah, what
0: do we what do we have going on? We have Hunter Biden at Burisma, along with Devin Archer, John Kerry's stepson, right they're there, they're at Burisma, the oil company, Joe's quid pro quo, the United States formed a coup in 2014. Which brings yes. about the Maiden massacre, the overthrow of the basically pro-Kremlin regime in Ukraine, the United States starts taking back over the bio labs. They start formulating these genetically targeted bioweapons, which we know because the Russian military, yeah. as well as many whistleblowers, have brought about. Yeah. Two thousand sixteen. Just... Good, good,
1: sorry. Uh yeah. Russia claims to have all the evidence as well, and from that uh coup that happened in Ukraine, it's the same individuals in our government today that you see talking about destroying these pipelines that supported that operation in Ukraine. And uh, that's right. It's turning thick. That's right. The same people, the same people who
0: formed that coup in Ukraine are the same ones that I believe just went after that pipeline and they all knew about it. I don't think it was the U S Navy or anybody like that. I don't think it was the U S military who did. Okay. The reality is we don't know. Be clear about
1: that. Looking at all the facts, it sure don't look good. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Well, it definitely don't look good, and I think that's a good thing, because it's going to oh. bring a lot of eyes and vision to this. Yes,
1: investigations. Um, that
0: some, right, and I posted this on my True Social today, in my mm-hmm. Telegram, that did you notice no mainstream media, including Fox News, is covering it? I did it's not. It's on the second-page news.
1: No Yeah, way. it's on
0: second-page news. You're kidding. Second-page news, it's covered up by hur- Hurricane Ian, which obviously was timed appropriately right yeah. during this time. A hurricane that – okay, so Trump is – Trump is coming out. Think about this for symbology. Trump yeah. is coming out. Warning of the storm is coming.
1: Yeah, I'll pull up. Your, right. I'll pull up your. Uh, I'll pull up your. Tree
0: my true my, my social. Sure. Yep. Trump. Trump is warning that the storm is coming. Just last week. Mm-hmm. This week, a hurricane. Almost cat five hurricane forms and is hitting where? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Right by. Mar a lago is right <laughs> on the other side of the hurricane. They're yeah. Going right over it. They sent a storm to Trump and at the same time blew up. The Nord Stream pipeline. Now, going back to 2016, for those out there who aren't paying attention, there was a server in Burisma. This was the perfect phone call that Donald Trump had with uh, with Zelensky. If you remember this,
1: yes, I remember the perfect phone call. Yep, he he
0: says the server, CrowdStrike. Do you have it, Zelensky? He said yes, Mister Defazio. Did I have it? Hmm. What was that server? That was the DNC server hosted by CrowdStrike, maintained by CrowdStrike, which is a cybersecurity company. That was in close proximity to Russia for IP spoofing, internet protocol mm. spoofing. Basically, mm. if, you're, if you're utilizing uh, a hacking protocol, you want to be in a geographical area of the people that you want to uh, mm. blame it on. So if someone actually does pin it down, they can say this is the Russians who did this. Right? Why were they using a server in Ukraine? Because they were trying to steal the 2016 election with a software known as Hammer and so- Scorecard. We'd yes. see what happened. Is that server in Burisma got some, because it got hacked. They let it go up and they let it do its thing for a little while. And then it was shut down. Right. Who shut it down? We can call them white hats, but I'm going to tell you exactly who shut that, shut that server down. Russia? Vladimir Putin in Russia. Wow. Yep. Vladimir Putin in Russia is the one that shut that down. Why? because if Hillary Clinton got in the office there would be a nuclear war with Russia. We know this from the uranium one scandal. We know this from the nuclear proliferation agreements that were being brought about 2015 and 2016. Mm-hmm. We know that Hillary Clinton said it specifically the 16 year plan which called for World War 3 and then bioweapon release after that. Yeah, man. We also have the we also have the part here is that Russia
1: All right, Josh, I think you're breaking up a little bit. We're losing audio on you here on this next part.
0: Can you hear me now? I'm still here.
1: I can hear you. Yeah, you said Russia.
0: Okay. Yeah, so Russia, you know, Russia was calling out the globalists in the New World Order in 2014. Right. So we have to remember that. they're, they're anti globalists. Why? Because Russia, the reason Vladimir Putin has been in power for over two decades. Is yep. because he does not want Russia to lose its sovereignty. The mm-hmm. guy might be a criminal. He might be a murderer. He might be, yes. you know, a, a psychopath. But guess what he does? He loves his country.
1: Russia first.
0: He loves his yeah, He loves his country and he loves his sovereignty. Okay, we have to understand that. And so, with with everything that's happening right now, Putin ain't coming for the United States of America. He doesn't want to go up against the United States of America. We all know where that leads.
1: Nobody wins. Okay? Yeah.
0: Nobody wins in that. It's the United States of America that are coming for Putin. Why? We have preemptive strike military documents that Putin intercepted, the United States military, talking with NATO Mm. about taking out Russian missile sites in a preemptive attack. That's an act of war
1: alone. As well as just the developments of the bases along the Ukraine border that Putin insists are infringing on prior agreements on having things positioned in that manner near russia so he's looking at this whole picture and, and that, seeing that, the risk
0: and that's what we were talking about with hillary clinton she was going to put up military defense shields in oh, turkey yeah. in, in ukraine oh, and yeah. putin vehemently said no you're not it's not going to happen and she says yeah and he goes well if so we'll go to war yes and that's why he could not allow hillary clinton to come in because he oh, didn't want to go to war
1: she was gonna russia that,
0: wasn't dude. prepared
1: we were gonna go to war right away because she was gonna start doing that dude Guaranteed. The rhetoric, rhetoric was so Loud on that. Oh my Gosh. So,
0: so I Also now am thinking something happened In China. I think Xi mm-hmm. Jinping Was sent to a re-education Camp was really? threatened By the globalists because uh, You know just yesterday or today It was announced that uh, China Is going to be allowed to open Police forces In Canada to uh, Police oh. Chinese citizens that are Living in Canada
1: Right, right. Whoa.
0: So that's a deal that was struck somehow, okay? Hmm. And I think that Putin thinks that China has his back, and I think when it comes down to it, China's going to pull back. Oh, um, my China's going to betray that because I think Putin, I, th- I, I think Xi Jinping had a, a silent coup. They're leaving him in power for optics and perception. Hmm. They have a gun to his head, and he's either going to do what they tell him to do, or he's going to disappear like he just did for three days. That's my thought. If you look at uh, Xi Jinping, he didn't look well when he oh. came out of that. Yeah. In, in his last photos, he didn't look well at all. And so hmm. I'm thinking the globalists did something there to, uh, to cause this. I don't know for certain, but we're going to see how this unfolds, because NATO you know, well, they're going to blame is- Nord Yeah, they're going to blame Nord Stream on Russia. They are. Okay, they're going to blame definitely. Nord Stream on Russia. Yep. And once they do, that's going to give them the, the requisite to go in to Russia, go into Russia, yeah, and begin to, to take Russia out. Yeah, that's going to NATO's involvement, in, because that was an attack on Germany, if you want to look at it like that.
1: Not only that, but there also, uh, I saw reports of spy planes over Europe looking for potential nuclear signatures and another reason to go after Russia it seemed to me. So they're going to be going at every avenue possible to get their assets to Russia and to declare war.
0: That's right. You remember when I told you they will scorch the earth before they ever give up power, buddy?
1: Well, with Xi, I think we're going to see what's happening there. We you know, we may not know for sure now, but actions speak louder than words. So like that news story in Canada that you mentioned, when we start seeing things like this that are pro-globalists coming from China, directly from Xi, we'll know more of the
0: truth. I agree. Well, when we start to see the chess pieces being moved, we'll start to see the truth, but there is a glimmer of hope. Yes, I don't know what's going on or what mm. this plan is, uh-huh. but Donald Trump went on two different barrages, <laughs> one last night and one today. Yes. Posting memes. Yeah. Now, if you go back two weeks, Vince, and we look at the deltas that we talked about, okay. Remember right. the Keck? he posted yeah. the Keck and the Delta that he reposted it at, was get your memes ready.
1: Right. Fight,
0: fight, fight. Right? Get your memes ready. Are you ready? Get the memes ready. Fight, fight, fight. Where Mm -hmm. we go, when we go all. It was one of those posts. Okay, so that's interesting. That was two weeks ago. And then he went on a barrage uh, sharing Q accounts and related Q memes. I have that Well, he did it. Yeah, he did it again last night. And what's the one last night
1: say? There's different ones. Nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing. Believe. Yeah, what's what's the one under the "Believe" though? What does it say? Uh, it just says nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing, and it's the painting of Trump. Oh, what's the guy's name of the account? Kick dreaming. Uh, okay, go
0: to the one where it says "Patriots in Control" is the name of the account. Donald Trump has posted yeah, him at least go. four or five times already.
1: Together we are unstoppable. The best is yet to come. Patriots are in control. Account. You said Patriots uh, in control. Patriots in control. Let's get ready. It's time to end this charade. Yeah. So, Mm. and this is kind of confirming
0: to me that there's a special military operation that the military, in some way, shape, or form, there's loyalty to Donald Trump. I've heard this from people that are that know Donald Trump that are very well connected with global leaders. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard this directly from their mouth. Told me in private. Okay. With that being said if there's a special military operation if there is loyalty in the united states military for donald trump yeah we could potentially see vince Mm -hmm. this is this is kind of one of my thoughts this is speculation
1: okay noted
0: i think i i think that war is going to break out nato and the united states is going to do their thing okay yeah nato united states russia all that stuff might unfold Mm -hmm. i think that whatever happens in the sense of this black swan event that's coming vince they're going to cancel the midterm elections or it's going to affect Mm -hmm. the midterm elections or the results of the midterm elections or something of that nature. Yeah. And then, then I think there's going to be martial law declared in Mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. And this is end game for the globalists. This is their end game. Or this could be a, the, the, the silent killer that we talked about last night. This could be the new virus that's out there killing everybody. Right. And martial law declared. Declared. And
1: when Marshall, but then
0: what happens?
1: Martial law. Military and the
0: military, military coup
1: forms on Joe Biden. And then the military. And the military
0: operation. military operation goes. Yep, they go full force and they do a military coup, removing Joe Biden and the Democrats. I I don't know. It, hmm. This is a good possibility, man. I mean, we are at a very, very, um, like critical time right now for this country. No doubt about And it. there's very little time left, and the, the midterm elections are predominantly the, the, the last great stand. And so whatever happens, if they if they cancel the elections, I see um military basically rise up and say, No, nope, we're done. Trump yeah. loyalists come out and say, no, nope, we're forming the military coup. This is it, it's mm-hmm. over. Uh this charade's over. The military operation will come forth with their evidence or some stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Wow, that'll be the day of the, you know, We okay. are
0: in for one hell of a time.
1: We're in we're what?
0: We're in for one hell of a time.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And maybe if that all happens, then Donald Trump will come in and uh, broker a peace deal here. You retruthed his statement where he said U.S. leadership should remain cool, calm, and dry on the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines. This is a big event that should not entail a big solution. At least not yet. The Russia-Ukraine catastrophe should never have happened and would definitely not have happened if I were president. Do not make matters worse with the pipeline blow-up. Be strategic. Be smart. Brilliant. Get a negotiated deal done now. Both sides need and want it. The entire world is at stake. I will head up the group. He says, I will head up the group. He's basically offering them a peace deal. uh, Broker this peace deal or... uh, handle it which is yep. interesting you know well
0: also go to my post I, I posted that yeah that picture that statement from Trump
1: panic and with a picture panic in DC
0: I po- okay I posted one panic, but I also posted a Q post
1: 4780 panic in DC they never thought we would lose um, let me see Q post It. it it's oh. in one of my truth tr- tr- yeah it's from today Q post twenty two fifty four. We are at the precipice. Swamp fighting back. Reclaim. Remain calm. All caps. We are here for a reason. Patriots are in control. Q. Hmm.
0: Now, what words has he used over the last few days? Stay calm. Mm Hmm. Stay calm. He reposted Patriots in control. We are at the precipice right now, buddy. We are at the precipice.
1: Yeah. Trump even commented on what Biden has said in the past about Nord Stream 2, which we just covered briefly again, just because I think this is so, yep. so very important, everybody. He said, wow. Donald Trump said, wow. What a statement. World War three? anyone? And he's absolutely right. It's This could be the start of a larger, much larger conflict. And Josh, how many people do you think would suffer this winter from the destruction of this pipeline? Like, how big of a terrorist attack could this potentially be in reality? I know there's no immediate casualties and people might not realize the the vastness of this, but it it could affect millions, right? Well, apparently they can get it rerouted and fixed in a few weeks. I don't think so. I was reading that it's scrapped so now new estimates are coming out i saw it was scrapped but i could be wrong
0: okay so potentially millions of people could be affected
1: yeah uh people are gonna have to really come together this winter if uh we don't want just the mass casualty event man it's really frightening
0: it it is it is and you know the the reiterate what donald trump was saying there and what i think donald trump's heading towards Mm -hmm is that things are about to happen. Vince, we're entering Red October. Okay. Now, Red October is quite interesting. There's two references. There's two contextual references in the cue boards to Red October. Mm-hmm. Number one is October 17th, 1917, which is the Bolshevik revolution of the overthrowing
4: uh,
0: of the Russian czar, yeah. the, the, the Romanov family. Okay? Right. And then you also have the hunt for... Red October, which is a movie about the the hunting of a U.S. submarine for a Russian diesel submarine, which was like the the silent killer.
1: So Red October fits the narrative with everything happening with Russia and whatnot now.
0: Right. Expand that out now to the United States and Russia. Try, they're going to try to overthrow Putin. They're going right. to try to overthrow Putin or even remove Putin. Like I told you, I had this vision of Putin being carried uh, through the streets, much like Gaddafi. Right. Okay. And then we also have this hidden underground war, which is nuclear—a mm-hmm. bay of pigs. We have a bay of pigs. This is the hunt. This is Red October. And so we're coming into this. We are at the precipice moment. October and November are the two critical months, and and if things. If things happen in benefit of the globalists, then it's going to be the people that have to rise. It's going to be the people that have to stand up and say no more.
1: Holy mackerel. Yeah.
0: But one way or another, Vince, we're going to get our country back.
1: I believe so. And, uh, you know, we got to stay positive and not let this stuff get to us. And that was kind of the, the, uh, Vibe of the show to begin with trying to stay positive live our lives be good people live by example and we'll come through we're in charge after all not the globalists yep that's it man
0: and the people are the people are the power the people are the truth the people are the light the people are the answer
1: yeah be the light in the darkness man for sure um Wow. Well, thank you for your analysis of that. That really helps me out there. I have some more news. You want to get into it with me?
0: Uh, Yeah, as long as I'm not breaking up, I think we
1: should be good. No, your audio is good. It's uh, just a couple little hiccups here or there, but I got all of what you said. No complaints here in the chats or anything. We got 99% of what you're saying. So, let's see. Well, we were just talking about Russia. Uh, They want to open up an international terror terrorism investigation after the Nord Stream leaks we just read that article and also they are requesting a u.n security council meeting over the Nord Stream leaks as well according to insider paper so that'll yeah. be interesting and you have to ask yourself you know it just it doesn't look like russia did this if you look at everything russia say even came out and said this affects us why would we do that to ourselves we we were ready to deliver. We had the pipelines off because we're fighting a war and we're trying to m- leverage, but they didn't say this. This is me paraphrasing, but we were yep. ready to deliver once people wanted to cooperate with us. And now they can't. They're like, why the hell would we do that to ourselves anyway? Uh, there, It looks like they're cooperating and wanting to discuss this with other nations, which if they were guilty, why would they do that? Right exactly why would they do that why would they want to give me one
0: second i gotta switch out headphones
1: go ahead i also i was reading that um oh josh we lost him um i guess harris is going to korea let me see if i could find an article on that real quick but in preparation for that um north korea fired two ballistic missiles and they should not Here we go. Associated Press, VP Harris, to visit DMZ after North Korea missile tests. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Pyeongtaek, South Korea, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris is capping her four-day trip to Asia with a stop at a heavily fortified demilitarized zone dividing the Korean peninsula, Peninsula as she tries to demonstrate a, the U.S. commitment to the security of its Asian allies. The visit on Thursday comes on the heels of North Korea's latest missile launches and amid fears that it may conduct a nuclear test. Visiting the DMZ has become something of a ritual for American leaders, hoping to show their resolve to stand firm against aggression. North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles on Wednesday while Harris was in Japan and had fired one before she left Washington on Sunday. The launches contribute to a record level of missile testing this year. Harris was traveling to Seoul after the three days in Tokyo where she denounced North Korea's illicit weapons program during a speech on an American destroyer at a naval base. She was in Tokyo to attend the state funeral for former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who was... Murdered with an improvised shotgun earlier this year. Oh, here's Josh, everybody. Um, yeah. Welcome back, Josh. All right, looks like we're back. Welcome back. I was just talking about North Korea launching multiple missiles over the last couple days. While Kamala is in Japan and heading to the demilitarized zone in Korea very shortly, I think very shortly. So. We see that aggression there, and nobody we did. Do. It, no, nobody did it as good as Donald Trump, huh?
0: <laughs> well, you know, nobody did do it as good as Donald Trump. Um, at least not since Reagan, who mm. basically had negotiated the, the re, you know the removal of the wall from West Berlin and okay. uh, um, basically produced the the communist collapse. Am I breaking up? You're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I I mean. Listen, right now what we have is we have a War of the Roses, okay?
1: Okay. It's
0: a War of the Roses. It it is multiple factions of a large, established global power, okay? Back-end global power. These deep states, Mm -hmm. these cabals, these occult orders, these secret societies, these world leaders, people who control guns, Mm -hmm. militaries, money, supplies, Resources and property—that's who we're dealing with right now. And they, not all of them, like each other. A few of them are on board with what they want to do, and they've been implementing their plan for decades. Yeah, and basically annihilating any enemies in the way. While these other factions have rose up and kind of try to stop them. This is why. This is why this didn't happen in two thousand one. Why? Because you have still had two factional. Um, You had two factional parties in the United States of the deep state. If anybody out there wants to Mm. believe that the neocons, that the neocons played nice with the liberals, you're crazy. They do now because the neocons have been all but eliminated by the liberals.
1: Okay. Interesting. So it was just a different portion of this war, I suppose.
0: That's right. It, it, it's it's multiple aspects of a long, drawn-out war to destabilize the global community to usher in a one-world government. And there's parts of these factions that don't want this. They don't want this to happen. They don't want it to come about. Vladimir Putin is one of them. Xi Jinping is probably one of them, too, but he's got to deal with the Chinese Communist Party. He's got to deal with the globalists amongst his ranks, the fifth columns amongst his ranks. Yes. And so... I'm I'm getting I, I'm skeptical of what's going to happen with Xi Jinping now.
1: Wow. Well, hopefully he has balls and he does the right thing and he pulls off some miracles and is actually fighting against the globalist globalists and all this and pulls it off.
0: Well, well, here's the thing, and I don't, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Uh, Xi Jinping is not a good guy.
1: Not at all. Same kind of as Putin, okay. and it's um, yeah. interesting. And, and good- Xi Jinping. Yes. You don't want Xi Jinping's global order, okay? And he's not your friend, no.
0: Right. And, and, and this is something I was trying to reiterate to the, to the person that was commenting. I think it was on Morning Coffee about this. Oh, okay. Is they, they said something around like, you know, Ukraine is the good people and Russia's a terrorist. Oh. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh. And um, here here's the thing. Is Russia and China rather go for their own global order? They're going to have the BRICS military alliance, which Turkey is now left by the way. Bricks. So right after Xi Jinping comes back on, Turkey leaves negotiation and talks with Russia for the BRICS. Remember that. That's important. I think that validates a lot of what happened in China. But uh, on top of this, uh uh-huh. on top of this, when when we start looking at Xi Jinping's global order, it's right. a totalitarian state.
1: Oh yeah. Okay? It's terrible, you guys. Know,
0: yeah. He has Russia's his own- an oligarchy.
1: He has his own order happening.
0: That's right. And so they're fighting for their world order while the Western nations are fighting for their one world order. One side, you have techno-fascist. The other side, you have totalitarian. Okay? Yep. Neither one of them are good. But But like I said earlier, this war that is happening between those two factions gives us time to take back America. America. It bought us time. It's buying us time.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, I hope there is a grand plan on how this unfolds and maybe. Yeah. I wonder how much to the plan to the T this is actually going, but it's hard to tell when maybe we'll never know, but uh, certainly there's a lot happening now day by day. So we'll definitely keep our eyes on exactly what's happening. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, The U.S. is putting out a statement saying that they will operate undaunted and unafraid in the Taiwan Straits. That's Kamala Harris. What do you think about that? That that means they're just going to push... uh, Well, you know, maybe (laughs) we'll see the response from China on that one, huh, Josh?
0: Um, Well, yeah. I mean listen kamala harris hasn't said much in 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 years and uh now she comes out and makes a statement on taiwan i don't think she checked in with the department of defense the secretary of defense or the president before making that statement
1: yeah Um, she has been good i was going to say it's hard to speak with your mouth full they don't expect her to say much but yeah what were you saying (laughs) well that's the truth
0: (laughs) and also is i think that she's been separated and alienated from any position of power
1: yeah, maybe. In my hey, so opinion, pure puppet,
0: pure hmm. puppet, or not even a pure puppet. She's just fucking. We're gonna go down to the the Mexico border, and we're gonna we're gonna help these people, and we're gonna bring them over. She never went down there. Never. She never helped them. She never did anything. She said. So I, I don't trust her word. I don't believe her word, and I think she's full of shit. And I think she's heading into the DZ, isn't she? Yes,
1: yeah, she is. And they're firing off missiles, man. Rocket man's busy over there. So. uh Good luck to her over there. It's going to be a joke. Well, they got
0: they got some new funding from Xi Jinping. North Korea. Yep, they got wow. some new funding from Xi
1: Jinping. Oops. Wow. And you know Trump's tight with Kim. Rocket man. He went over there. Did. Holy smokes. He did. What a Well, blessing. he met him in
0: Singapore. He met him in Singapore.
1: Hmm. Probably broke down the whole plan for him. Um. yeah well so other leaders are seeing this uh, potential for war coming up and we have Erdogan saying nuclear war would be ca- catastrophic and calls for Russia and Ukraine conflict to be resolved diplomatically but uh, what have we seen as far as diplomacy goes with um, Ukraine and Russia and do you think they'll start talking
0: Um, well, Donald Trump is saying to bring him in and he'll negotiate it.
1: That's true. He'd probably do. I mean, he'd probably get it resolved very quickly, too.
0: He probably would. He's probably already talked to Zelensky and Putin about it. And here. Oh, you know what, dude? Maybe, maybe, maybe Trump's comment right there was a trigger for Zelensky and Putin. Because You got to remember, Trump Hmm. is tight with Zelensky. And he's tight with Putin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what if he told them that, hey, mm-hmm. when this happens, I'll come negotiate it. <laughs> All you have to do is request me. And mm-hmm. Putin I bet, and Putin, Putin. calling for the, uh, the National Security Council meeting. Oh and I, bear, I guarantee Putin's going to say, hey, we want Donald Trump to come negotiate and broker this. <laughs> and I bet that bet Joe Biden in the United States will be like, no. And then Zelensky's going to step forward and say, I like Trump. I'm okay with that.
1: Mm. <laughs> could you imagine, dude? That would be epic. Oh, the heads that would explode. That would be awesome. Wow. I think that's a good possibility. I do think you're onto something there. I think that Trump is certainly foreshadowing and that yep. that peace will be brokered. And we're going to overcome all this, even though uh, it seems like it could also go far the other way. Let me ask you this. Sure. If Trump brokered peace
0: between Russia and Ukraine in, let's say, middle October, Hmm. what happens at the midterm elections?
1: What happens? Well, a red wave. Yeah. Either way, red wave. But the elections might happen if he brokered a peace deal.
0: Well, if he brokers a peace deal, okay, this is important to understand. Uh-huh. It takes all the power away from the Democrats and the wind out of their sail. There's nothing the media can say. This yeah. is the biggest news event over the last eight, nine months. The media cannot ignore it, which means that <laughs> they would have to give Trump credit to Donald Trump, which means that there would be an incredible red, red wave joe biden would be looked at as a failure the democrats would begin to decline no poll would reflect that joe biden is doing good for our country when donald trump is the one to negotiate peace
1: and everyone thinks that joe biden may have had something to do with the largest terror attack we've seen um holy mackerel and that would de-escalate the whole scenario and how do you escalate it from there without looking completely guilty right they're screwed dead in the water that would be wonderful
0: Right, and that is the, the the greatest shot heard around the world.
1: <laughs> it works, man. Think about it. Well,
0: if that happened, middle of October, Donald Trump comes in, negotiates a peace deal between Ukraine and Russia, the biggest the biggest conflict that we've had in years, the biggest news story in the news cycle the last nine months. The the predicate for nuclear war is being talked about amongst countries. Big time. Okay. And Donald Trump gets called in by Zelensky and Putin and negotiates a peace deal within two days. Joe Biden, the Democrats, they lose all power, all validity, all authority overnight. And the Republicans take both the Senate and the House in November. Clean sweep, red wave.
1: That would be great, dude. You've been right before. And if you're right on this, I will run naked through the streets at the same time as Nate and everybody else.
0: Um... (laughs) But hey, I'm going into a dead zone. Okay, I know dude. where I'm at in Colorado. Um, I love you guys. I hope all of you guys have a fantastic night. Hang out for Vince with a little bit longer while he finishes the news. And uh, I should be seeing you guys tomorrow night back on the Daily Dose with Vince joining me. And so hope you guys all have a great night. I- I'm out. I'm going to have a bad reception here in about okay. a-, a few minutes. So well, much love, you, guys. Josh. Take care.
1: Take care, dude.
0: Take care, Vince.
1: Goodbye. Oops, how do I? Oh, it wanted me to report him. Uh-oh. How do I? Oh, don't report. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me there. Um. Holy smokes. I'm glad Josh did that. That was so cool. He really, he really has a way about breaking stuff down and looking at it. That certainly gave me some hope and makes me feel better. That would be it's a great, interesting theory he has there. And he's right when he says that countries are looking at this and seeing it could be catastrophic and we could see just what's going on. We have the U.S. Embassy warning Americans to leave Russia immediately, which is not a good sign. And then we see Nicaragua asking EU ambassadors to leave their country, to leave the country as well. So we see um, (laughs) we see this exodus happening in different countries and it's an indication of escalation so orange man rad i like that (laughs) oh i hope trump does something amazing like that and i just want to hear him brag in the trump way he does it was the actually a very simple peace deal i don't know why nobody could have done it i mean it was very easy the best peace deal the world's ever seen the cabal's gone hillary's in jail everything's great Back to normal. They said there'd be no normal, but here we are. Back to normal. Anyway. Sorry. Just dreaming. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for your donations during the show. I really appreciate that. And Josh as well. And everybody at the Red Pill Project. Because without you guys, we could not continue. We got um, McDav celebrating a five-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, McDav. That means a lot. And Vader gifted the shades for Birdie and Doc. Thank you, Vader. I appreciate it. Black Jester 101 donated an ice cream. Runderit it is celebrating a two-month sub-streak. Thank you, man. Black Jester 101 donated an ice cream. Thank you all so much. Let's check the comments here. What's happening? Uh, you guys are awesome. Much love. Let's see what else we got here. Just a couple more things, and we'll wrap it up here. We're coming up on 7, actually, so let me see what I have here and kind of look at what's most important. Um, Putin's accusing the West of predatory food swindling, uh, basically accusing us of destroying the food globally, the food supply, which is really interesting. And I'll post this on the social Red Pill if you want to look at that in detail after the show. Um, we have a lot here on Hurricane Ian. Our our prayers are abundant today for everybody over there. There's a lot of Red Pill family members in florida loved ones and friends so i hope you all are safe and getting through it i know it's very windy and there's a massive storm surge and so uh we're praying for you for sure i have a lot of images we don't have time to go through all of them though but i will i'll share them on the app and virginia governor has declared a state of emergency as the hurricane as hurricane ian is expected to enter the state on friday so it's going through um We have, uh, let's move on here. (laughs) Don Lemon tried to blame the hurricane, blame the hurricane Ian on climate change and the NOAA's hurricane director shut him down. He's like, how does climate change relate to this hurricane? And the NOAA hurricane director said, Let's talk about that another time. I want to focus on what's important here. And that's this hurricane. It's, it's losing power because the eye was overtaken by another eye. So this is a good sign. And, and Don Lemon completely ignores that good news. And he's like, I was from Florida and hurricanes are getting worse. But actually, if you look at the history of hurricanes in the U.S., like from the 1900s until now, there's no indicator that hurricanes are getting more powerful or worse. It's bullshit, fake news, climate change propaganda, baloney that they just say in order to push their climate change agenda. So don't believe their bogusness. Look it up. Guarantee it. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm going to stop it there. We have more stuff, as always, but you know what? We'll be live again tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern with another episode of Morning Coffee, which is a show that we do in the morning here on The Red Pull Project, hosted by myself and my partner in truth, Andrea. We talk about the news and our opinions and what's going on in order to give you more of an insight onto what's happening around the world, followed by another episode of The Daily Dose tomorrow night, 5.30 p.m. Pacific with Joshua Reed himself, and it looks like I am invited on to co-host as well tomorrow. So I'll see you then tomorrow morning, tomorrow night. Uh, if you guys aren't a part of the Red Pill Project's private social network, please join it. It's socialredpill.com. It's free to join. Everybody's welcome. We don't care what you believe in, what's going on, and you know what? Just Cubs say hello. We've got a very diverse, welcoming family over there, and we would love to see you on over there. So socialredpill.com, please. Head on over. Say hello. Don't be too shy to say hi or too high to say shy. We want to see you there. Um, And I'll just leave it at that. That's it. And that's that, you guys. Thank you. Take care. God bless. Godspeed.